This week's episode is brought to you by GN Ferraris, certified public accountants and consultants. In today's economy, you need a roadmap. Let GN Ferraris help you navigate through and stay financially secure. Before we get started this week, a quick programming note. On Saturday, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced Long Island could begin phase one of the reopening as early as Wednesday. Earlier this week, we interviewed Kevin Law, who serves on Long Island's reopening control room. So while the plan is to bring you new episodes each weekend, we've decided to bring you episode three a little earlier. Check back Tuesday to hear the interview. In the meantime, we hope you're enjoying the reopen. This week, local economists, business leaders, and elected officials on the impact COVID-19 might have on revitalization efforts in downtown Riverhead. Experts believe a recession will slow down revitalization, and businesses are already feeling the pinch. Building will be at the forefront of the efforts to jumpstart the economy here, and the goal remains to establish more foot traffic so downtown Riverhead continues to grow into a go-to destination. I'm Grant Parpan, and this is Episode 2, the revitalization of downtown Riverhead. I think we're going to have less choice in how we spend our discretionary income. There will be fewer restaurants, fewer nightlife options. That's Tom Flesher, Associate Professor of Economics at Suffolk County Community College. You may recall him from episode one of the podcast. We interviewed him earlier this month, and he has served as sort of a voice of reason in these episodes. A realist who's less interested in putting a positive spin on what he says, and more focused on sharing what traditionally happens when communities attempt to navigate a recession. He doesn't always paint a pretty picture. Like when we asked him about downtown Riverhead. Often when we're talking about moving to a new place, the choice to move to a place that's reinvented itself as downtown Riverhead is attempting to, uh, as opposed to staying in the same neighborhood, renewing a lease or moving somewhere a little bit closer, tends to be something that people will do when they have a glut of disposable income. In other words, we're waiting for people to move to Riverhead who have money that they're willing to spend to have a good experience. That's one of the first things to go when we're in a recession and when we're, uh, when we're being more careful about how we're spending our money. This is a really bad time just by happenstance for Riverhead to be in the middle of that sort of development. It's going to be very difficult to get back to the, the baseline level of development that they were at, much less continue growing at the very uh, fast rate. Riverhead was following the patchwork model, and, and I live on the South Shore, so you've got Bayshore, you've got Babylon to a degree. Things that can't directly be ordered on Amazon, the service industry, those kind of things, and, and food obviously have dominated these downtowns. You may also recall B&B Bank CEO Kevin O'Connor from our first episode. His bank has funded nearly $1 billion in Paycheck Protection Program loans since March. He's a firm believer in local governments working with business owners during these trying times. It may take some reimagining. I mean, what's to say that Main Street can't become more of a, a walking thoroughfare, especially in Riverhead with the parking that is available, and then allowing some of these restaurants to actually morph into sort of street side cafes so they can wind up with a little bit more space and maybe make themselves work for some part of the summer. I think the restaurants are the ones that are the most challenged. We talk about it here. 
small retail. There will be a desire once we get back to some level of normal to leave the house. Obviously, every park that you drive by is packed today. So people, while they're practicing social distances, are, are leaving. Everybody's riding bikes. At some point in time, they're going to want to go out and eat. I think there will have to be some thought process of, you know, we can all do takeout food, but it's nice to have takeout with a tablecloth and maybe somebody serving you. Is there some ways to be doing that to a degree? There is going to have to be an understanding for these businesses to come back and survive, just like downtowns changed anyway, right? I mean, the downtowns came back because of these service industries, because some of the, the visionary politicians and, and worked with businesses to sort of change the mindset. We may need to sort of reinvent that too. because I was trying to build a building in downtown Riverhead and it was actually the first building to be uh, tear down and rebuild. Jody Giglio was first elected to the Riverhead Town Board in 2009, a partner in the 52-unit mixed-use Summerwind Square building near the southeast corner of Peconic Avenue and East Main Street. She's been a major proponent of downtown revitalization. Now also a candidate for New York State Assembly, she's been talking to business owners downtown to see how they're doing since COVID-19 rocked the region in March. I'm telling you, everybody's having a hard time paying their rent downtown. Business owners are really struggling, and when I talk to them, they tell me that their income is cut down to 20% of what they were making, and then they get hit on Friday afternoon with another executive order that extends it. I think we're headed for a revolution because business owners are really very concerned about their rights and where their businesses are going in the future, which is their life investment. Riverhead Business Improvement District Management Association President Steve Schauger, who is also general manager for the Hyatt Place East End Hotel downtown, said there are a lot of unknowns. A lot of people are anxiously watching the news every day to see what regulations are put into place or what opportunities exist to reopen, he told us. Miss Giglio said that experience of watching the news can be painful for business owners. And everybody's just trying to hold it together. It just seems like one a left after a right. A right hook and a left hook. You know, it's just... They're just having a hard time surviving. Downtown attractions like the Suffolk Theater and the Long Island Aquarium and Exhibition Center, because they draw large crowds, are expected to be among the last businesses to reopen based on the four-phase plan released by Governor Cuomo. The same can be said for Splish Splash, which is located several miles away but still leads customers to downtown restaurants and hotels. Tanger Outlet Center might also remain closed for many more weeks, a major loss of sales tax revenue local governments rely on. Ms. Giglio said several downtown restaurant owners have expressed a concern that they might not be able to bring back employees who are making more money on unemployment. What I'm more concerned about is when the economy does open up, because the unemployment are so great that I'm hearing from a lot of the employers, especially the restaurant owners downtown, that are saying that their people are saying, I'm not coming back to work unless you pay me cash off the books so they can continue to collect unemployment. You need a serious look at that. Bob Kern, president of the Riverhead Chamber of Commerce, said most importantly, Riverhead needs to open back up. And he's convinced businesses can do that safely and responsibly. We want to see the revitalization continue and the plans are are still to continue. Our main concern is getting open. Businesses are going beyond safety protocols, you know, beyond the safety protocols the federal and state governments have imposed. They are concerned for the safety of their employees and their customers. They want their customers to know they're coming to a safe place. When you look at what's happened in other countries and how they put businesses in lockdown, 
it's a slow comeback. Not everyone is racing out to be around each other, and that's understandable. They are aware of the risks involved. Proving safety will be a major step, he said, to getting customers back through a business's doors. An example would be, would you want to ride the subway right now? And the subway is a really good case to look at because it took two months to figure out they shouldn't be packing trains. And it took them two months to figure out they should clean them. Here, here we are. I'm speaking to businesses. They are so far ahead of where they need to be in terms of safety. Mr. Kern also expressed concern over how the state's 10 regions were comprised. The East End, he noted, is much different than other parts of Long Island. So right now, Suffolk and Nassau are clumped in as a region. The East End has its own microeconomic environment that is so different than the rest of the county and Nassau County. Like Mr. Flesher, Ms. Shauger from The Bid and Ms. Giglio said that for Riverhead specifically, it's important that construction be placed at the forefront of any efforts to recover from the recession caused by the coronavirus pandemic. To date, only essential construction, which includes affordable housing, has been ongoing. That's expected to change this week as phase one of the reopening is likely to occur. Some officials have expressed concern that because town government has been slowed by the virus, Riverhead could fall behind when the economy reopens. But Supervisor Yvette Aguiar said the work of the town is getting done. We're here and uh, our building department is open. We applications for building are being accepted all through the, uh, the closures and we will continue to do so. This is Riverhead Town Planning Director Jeff Murphy also speaking to what's been going on at Town Hall. During these trying times, uh, we have been receiving a tremendous amount of phone calls and emails. While the building department itself is closed to the public, uh, we are open and doing business five days a week. And that's the main message I want to get out to the community. The biggest ambiguity that we're seeing right now, the number one questions we're getting is what is allowed to be constructed, what types of inspections are going on right now, And a lot of that is defined by the state, and the key word is essential. And that is defined by New York State. And certain businesses and uses are defined as being essential. Those uses and businesses are allowed to continue to operate and or the construction of those uses are allowed to continue. Right now, uh, we are accepting applications for building plans and planning board applications, zoning board applications. We are uh, reviewing those plans and applications. Uh, our inspectors are reviewing, take, picking up the files um, and then taking them home with them. We are issuing permits, only those for essential uh, uses though. We really don't want to see people starting new construction unless it's been defined as essential by the state. Among the projects Ms. Giglio said have stalled is another teardown and rebuild for new apartments where Subway was once located on the south side of East Main Street, and a plan to finally redevelop the former Sweezy's building, the store that was so symbolic in the demise of downtown many years ago, into a new home for the Long Island Science Center. That project, along with a plan to create a town square along the Peconic Riverfront nearby, received a combined $1.5 million in New York State economic development grants this past winter. These projects are seen as critical next steps in downtown revitalization. There's some great plans for downtown with the town square that have all been interrupted due to this because who knows what the state grant programs are going to look like for downtown revitalization and things like that, that the town of Riverhead and other downtown main streets really depend on in order to revive. Despite all the many concerns brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic and the expected economic fallout, Ms. Giglio said the many projects still in the work give her hope for the future. I see after this a resurgence in Riverhead, where Riverhead is going to be looked at as the downtown to go to. 
next time on The Reopen. I'm trying to be an advocate for business. Every day I'm advocating. I believe Albany should allow more businesses to open now. I'm not diminishing the healthcare aspects of this at all, but the economic impacts are terrifying. We sit down for a one-on-one interview with Kevin Law, one of six appointed members of the Long Island Reopening Control Room, a group helping to make the decisions on when to reopen. The Reopen is a product of Times Review Media Group. Read the stories each week in the Riverhead News Review and the Suffolk Times. The podcast is written, hosted, and mixed by me, Grant Parpan. Additional audio engineering by Tara Smith. This week's episode also featured interviews by Tim Gannon and Steve Wick. The opening music by Admiral Bob 77 was sourced through CC Mixter. Additional songs licensed through Audioblocks. Blocks.